about eight months down the road, you go home to the hamlet. Burnham would drive. McLean, Virginia. 22102. You go home is, uh, it's like a joyous occasion. It's, uh, in the, <laughs> it's like in, in the summertime, you know? You want to get Wait, out of that. What? Yeah, yeah, you're going in the summertime. You're going to go home in the summer. A joy. What's the joyous occasion? You're going back. You know, it's like a, it's like a good, it's like a good, it's like a good thing. You know, to go back home. Okay. You're celebrating something. What am I celebrating? You're celebrating the 25 year anniversary of when the the uh, governor of Virginia pronounced your subdivision as having the nicest grass in the state. quarter century ago the governor I, himself decreed what? that the hamlet had the nicest grass in the whole fucking state when i was 10 years old yeah and he, it, it he got caught me he got caught what? saying fucking on tape <laughs> yeah when they, yeah when they announced it he was like hey guys uh, here today at the hamlet uh, McLean, Virginia, and just want to announce that man, these guys have the nicest grass in the whole fucking state. And <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it got swept under the rug pretty quickly, but you guys remember, you know? Sure. Uh, Why had, on earth would I ever want to come back for that? Because you had a big part in that. You were a ten. I was ten kid. years old. I don't give a shit. You were mowing lawns all over the hamlet. W- was I? Yeah. They actually, I did. I actually used to do that. Yeah, the, they used to call you uh, Little Pat, the Lawn Boy. They just called me Patrick. No, they behind your, I mean your face. Yeah, but when you left, people were like, "Hey, did Little Pat, the Lawn Boy, come over?" And they're like, "Yeah, can what? you tell?" Yeah, everybody, in a, everybody in a good me. way or a bad way. I don't know, but everybody did. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. You have to ask them. I just heard them. Uh, okay. I mean, the whole subdivision, a little pet, the lawn boy. So you, you were like a big part of that, you know? You're a big part of that that award. So you're coming back home, the 25th anniversary. That, because the people. That is, the, that is the weakest excuse to get me out there so far you've ever done. No way. You were really into mowing lawns when you were a little kid. You had, I like, bet I was. You had like an old faithful mower. <laughs> you know, it was oh, a red. Faithful. It was a red Briggs and Stratton. Holy shit! That your dad had when he was in college, <laughs> <laughs> and he just kept it ever since. <laughs> okay. He bought a nice riding mower, but when you turned nine years old, the summer before, you're like, look. I'm going to start making some money in the neighborhood. And your dad's like, got a spare mower in the garage. And you fix that fucking mower up and you took it around. And little Pat, the lawn boy, charged $10 a pop out there sweating in that summer heat. Yeah. With your, your dad's lawnmower. Okay. You made a few hundred bucks that summer. And you said, next summer, I'm going to do even more. What do they spend the money on? Uh, you spent the money like every day. What you would do is, uh, when school was over, 
before you like had to go home, there was like a little, um, there was a, a little, uh, like a mini mart by your school. You yeah. would, you would go there and you'd get like a, a stick of like chewy sprees, you know. Yeah. And you would you do that every day, and you slowly just whittled it down. It was a daily treat for Patrick. <laughs> a daily treat. For yep. Patrick. At the end, at the end of the so- day. The Why bell would did ring. you say that? At the end of the, because at the end of the day, the bell would ring. You'd step outside. You'd stretch your fucking arms to your side. You bring in, <laughs> you breathe in that outside air, and you go. It's time for a little treat for Patrick. And then you walk to that fucking mini mart. Stop saying that. So <laughs> that summer, you know, yeah, uh, you had the old faithful mower. You contributed greatly to the award. And people are like, Pat, you got to come home. You got to come home. You're as much of this award as any of us. Like, you got to be here. All right. I so guess I, I guess I go home. So you agree. It sucks so bad, Aaron. The uh, now disgraced governor is going to be there. He's going to be there. <laughs> and uh, as like, you know, say hi. He's going to give a little talk. And then he's like the grand. Um, he's like the grand marshal. Of the uh, the Yard Olympics, <laughs> yeah. So the Hamlet, uh, they section it off into four quarters. <laughs> no, they don't. And there's there's teams one, two, three, and four. <laughs> yeah. And uh, there are like lawn mowing games that they do. And uh, the the people who, uh, the, whichever team wins the Lawn Olympics. They get like a free barbecue grill. And people love to barbecue on the Hamlet, dude. They do. They really do. You know, it's a barbecuing neighborhood. Mix grill on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Weekends. Look out. So everybody is like super fucking pumped, you know. So you go home, right? You get to town. You see that. uh The grass is a little bit shaggier than usual. Everybody's been instructed to grow it out several inches. By who? By the Hamlet. But why by, would they? Why would they want that? Because they they want to have like more grass. You know, you you got to start taller and then you go shorter. You know what I mean? Just some stuff right. they're gonna do. So, uh, you come home, right? You say hi to your mom. Say hi to your dad. Give each other. You know, they give you a hug. Your dad goes, oh, I found this in the garage. He pulls it out. It's a fucking Baltimore Orioles baseball cap. Hell yeah. The one you wore that summer you started mowing lawns. He says, I I gave this to you at uh, the first game we went to. And you wore that thing all summer long. It never left your cool. side. He finds it. He goes, your mother threw it in the wash. He puts it on your head. It fits <laughs> fucking perfectly. Yeah. It fits like it never fucking left. Cool. A tear comes to your eye. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. He goes, uh, you're kind of, you're, so you're like, you're back at home and you're he's like a so uh these lawn olympics everybody's all excited 
and things people would do for a new grill. He kind of chuckles to himself. And he goes, are you going to, are you going to play? Thinking about it. He was the whole neighborhood would love it, Pat. You think I should? He goes, I don't know. I think it couldn't hurt. You know what? Sure. Let's do it. He goes, okay. He goes, everything's right where you left it. <laughs> okay. Where's that? You walk out into the garage. In the back corner of the garage, you had like broken down the handle. It like came apart into like another piece so you could store it easily. The back part of the garage, just kind of hidden underneath like a, a bench, like a workbench area. It's old faithful. Your oh, dad, wow. Your dad's Briggs and Stratton. You pull it out. It looks fucking brand new. Like fresh coat of paint. Somebody uh, sharpened the blade. New, wow. new, new wheels. It looks like cool. a brand new mower. You turn around. Your dad's standing at the doorway. Leaned up against the doorway. He goes, I knew you were coming back. Yeah. He goes, yep. Make me proud, son. And then he walks inside. So you pull his mower out. It looks like it's in the best condition it's ever been in. Brand new, pretty much. You put it back together. You grip that fucking... That pull bar, you know? <laughs> pull it yeah. down. You, you grab onto it with the handle with both of your fucking hands. Okay. And this, and then you think to yourself, this mower doesn't know what I can do. As a fucking <laughs> man. Hold on. I have that thought. You have that thought. That sucks. You grab the pull start. It fits perfectly <laughs> between your two fingers. Man, you know what I mean? Like when a like an action figure grabs an accessory and it just clicks into place. When you grab that fucking pull start, it just almost like it just accepts your hand. One smooth pull, you fire it up. Cool. You you take it up and down the driveway. It's like eleven thirty yeah. at night. You know, oh shit! You take it up and down the driveway. Uh, why? Why am I doing that at eleven thirty at night? Something just takes over. <laughs> you're walking up and down the driveway, right? Fuck. You're you're just you're just staring at the shape of it. All these memories <laughs> come back to you. You Good just Lord. you just smell fresh cut grass in the air. You feel the blisters on the back of your heels from those long days spent working hard. You feel 10 years old again. Sun on your brow. Jeez. Next thing you know, like you're you're just like unconsciously like walking up and down the driveway with the mower, right? Just getting the feel for it again. Next thing you know, it's like a few minutes later and there are like 14 people just standing in, in the street looking at you, just mesmerized. And people are like, he's back, he's back. The kid is back. The kid? Yeah. You see one lady say, honey, go get your dad. And this little girl just like takes <laughs> off. 
she has to run so far and you see her she's at the other end of the street and she's got little light up shoes on and she just runs and then you see him like stop and then you see him like start going again like she gets very tired but she keeps running oh my gosh does the dad come oh yeah he comes is he impressed yeah he cuts the lights before he takes the curb you know he just kind of like coasts in he doesn't want to disturb you <laughs> what the fuck? So I'm 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 a revered figure in the yeah. McLean Hamlet. Yeah. That is real weird, Aaron. So you uh you kind of like look out on the crowd and you say that's enough for tonight, folks. Go to your homes. And then you push the Go lawn. To your homes. You push the lawnmower. <laughs> I'm, I'm Superman? What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> People just nod and they turn around and leave. Go to your home, citizen. Yeah, you hear him whispering about the kid on the other side of the door. You uh, you put the mower away, right? You um, <clears throat> you go to sleep. You wake up the next morning, the first morning of the Yard Olympics. You eat uh, you eat breakfast, eggs, bacon, hash brown. Nice. Black coffee. Wheat toast. No cream, no sugar. I'm sweet enough as is. It's a perfectly filling breakfast. You look forward to the day's competition. So you were like on the mower for probably, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes last night. So you're like, okay, I'm going to have to fill it up. So you go into town. You grab like the little... Uh, the little gas can, you get that little, it's like a 50-50 split, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you put the can of oil in there, you go into town, you're filling up, right? You look at the, uh, <clears throat> you look at the sun, like the sun, as it's almost like it's peaking in the middle of the day, you know? And you smell that gasoline and you think like, ah, this is the smell of my youth. Right. And then you hear a patty cake, patty God! cake. Baker's man. Oh, good to see you at home, Pat. Good to see you at home. How are you doing, Pat? He goes, I'm sorry. I should probably introduce myself. He goes, uh, my name's uh, Gene. I'm a genie. And I'm a genie. I never see him coming. It's always a shock. Because I'm a gasoline genie. I know. So you're uh, you're filling up that fucking thing. How Maybe can I help you? He goes, uh, look, I know uh, the Yard Olympics are coming up. And a little birdie told me your old man would love a new grill. <laughs> okay. He goes, I tell you what. My cousin's what? got a souped up lawnmower. One that'll help you take the gold medal for sure. All I need is a street address of one of your competitors and no questions asked. I don't know, Gene. That sounds like a lot. He goes, I'll help you win the gold medal. You just give me an address. What are you going to do? He goes, I'm not going to do anything. I'm a gasoline genie. Okay. Um, 
I don't know. I don't even. I don't know if I feel comfortable give just giving a stranger an address. He goes, okay, then I, I'll just hang on to my lawnmower. The one that'll guarantee you a gold medal. And get your dad that new grill. He keeps going on about. I'm no, I'm not gonna no, dude. No. He goes No. He's okay. He goes, the offer stands. You know where I'll be. Okay. The pump speeds up. Gene Amagini dissipates. I fucking hate that guy. Good riddance. You uh you close the uh close the the jug you know get back in your car <clears throat> on your dash is a business card with a phone number written in pen smells like unleaded so you go home <laughs> right yeah you get in, you pull that old faithful out of the garage, right? You fill her up with gas. Careful not to get any on the driveway. And then you hear just like a like a big like almost like a, like a motorcycle engine. And you look out and somebody in your neighborhood has a bright pink lawnmower that's doing like oh. 30 miles an hour. Jeez. He's got big old tires on it. He sort of like spins to a stop. That's a problem. When he when he revs it, there's like a flap on the side, and the flap like lifts up, and you see the blades, and the blades just look like fucking teeth. So he's like uh, hauling ass up and down the street. People are like out. They're like uh, you know cheering him on. <laughs> he's doing like wheelies on it and shit. Like it, it's like it's like a very impressive machine. And he's here for the uh, lawnmower Olympics, obviously. Yeah, he uh, he's like kind of like coming up your way. He sees you on the front yard with your mower, and he like pulls up. He just fucking drives right up into your lawn, slams on it on the brakes, and he he goes, "Holy shit!" And you look at this guy, and he looks very familiar. It's uh, your high school bully. Brian Stevenson Jones. <laughs> Brian Stevenson Jones. Uh, Fuck. His uh, he was like uh, your your biggest bully in high school. Uh, his yeah. parents like got divorced, and uh, you know his dad remarried, and they like non traditionally hyphenated their last name, and uh, people called him the hyphen, and he fucking hated it. Why did they? make him take a hyphenated last name i don't know because his dad's like you're gonna respect your stepmom <clears throat> oh really yeah what was his relationship like with his father i mean it was tense you know <laughs> i mean he got what he wanted but what was the cost <laughs> oh yeah okay his dad was a little cold a little calloused money was a substitute for warmth and personality this explains a lot about BSJ. Yeah, the hyphen. And you think that's yourself. You think the fucking hyphen. And he looks at you. He goes, that's your lawnmower. 
and he turns around and there's like a bunch of people behind him. They're wearing like pink jackets all in the exact same shade of hot pink that are on that fucking lawnmower BSJ's riding. Wow. He goes, I'm do, I, do I do yeah. I have anyone in my in my corner? Yeah, your mom and dad. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Your dad comes oh, out. He's no. like, your dad comes out and he goes, Hey Brian. And your dad's like <laughs> oh, no. He goes, Hey Mr. D. How do they know each other? I mean, they live in the same subdivision, you know? They ran into each other on a golf course one time. Hey, Mr. D. Yeah. Your mom comes out and she goes, Oh, Brian, hey. She ran inside and she uh, she came back with a book. She goes, hey, could you give this to your mom? Step Do they know that he was like such a prick to me in high school? No. All right. But so he's like, yeah, that's that's your lawnmower. He goes, I'm going to wipe the floor with you. He goes, this will be fun. Hey, BSJ, you're a fucking suck up. Fuck you. He's kind of laughs. He revs that fucking... That engine, you see? Yeah, that? rev some more, bitch. You see the flap on his the little guard on the side just lift up. Look at those teeth-like blades, and you think, man, that might be the sharpest thing I've ever fucking seen. Jeez. He laughs. He goes, "Uh, Mr. D, Mrs. D." He carefully like gets off the lawn, drives, drives away, and then just like hauls ass down the street. Yeah. Um, man, I want to beat this guy so bad. You see what house he lives in? You know what's, what the address is. Yeah. Would you give it to Gene Abagini for that lawnmower? Yeah, I would. So Fuck you, him. Uh, you go back, right? He's still, yeah. Cause we're in our thirties at this point, right? Yeah. Fuck yeah. him. So you, you fill up the, you fill up the old faithful with gas and you're like oh i need to go get gas as a backup and your dad's like okay well have fun you know you leave yeah you go back you're standing there you're looking at the sun up in the sky again smell gasoline in the air anticipation in your belly (laughs) and you yeah. And you hear uh, patty cakes, patty cakes. Hi, Gene. He goes, hey, uh, are you taking me up on my offer? Yep. He was okay. I got this, I got this fucking jabroni, Brian Stevenson Jones. So you give him the address, right? Yeah. You see that he takes out a little uh, notepad and he like writes it down, shows it to you. It's all just in like gasoline fumes, but it's legible. And you go, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and he goes, all right. He goes, call that number. They'll know what to do. And say what? And then you, the thing fills up, clicks. All right. I guess I call the number. You call the number and the, you hear it pick up and they go, so is it done? Make it happen. Okay. Hangs up. You go home. It's not that far to the gas station, probably, you know? What? Not even five minutes? Yeah. You get home, and in the garage is a jet black, sleek as fuck. Whoa. 
riding lawnmower. Nice. It's perfectly smooth. <laughs> and you know that there's no way that a radar could detect this lawnmower. You know what I mean? It's just like super aerodynamic. You get on it, right? You turn it on. It's very quiet. Doesn't it's not very loud at all. You like uh, hit the pedal to accelerate and it like takes off a lot faster than you anticipated. And you have to kind of like get the feel for it. But it's as like it's as like as fast as like your car is, basically. Okay. Right. So you're like, here we go. Fucking suck on this. Hyphen. <laughs> you get out there, right? Um, there's a, a big field that they've they've you know cleared out for this. Just a big like football field size patch of grass. And uh, they go, okay, everybody's gonna start at one end and go to the other. You all, there's uh, each each like quadrant has their own contestant. You all line up four in a row. Somebody drops a handkerchief. It's like a beautiful woman. Nobody knows who she is. Somebody was like, we need a starter for this race. And this she's a French woman. She goes, uh, I will do it. Mm-hmm. She's got long, mm-hmm. lean legs. <laughs> yeah. She's wearing light yellow pants. A very uh, sheer, almost white blouse. She's got big sunglasses on. Her hair is up in like a wrap. She undoes the wrap. It's bright fucking red. She drops the handkerchief. feels like it falls in slow motion. (laughs) And you hit the gas and forget about everything. You know? You just hit the gas and you fly up the field. Like significantly faster than anybody else. You get to the other end. You turn around. You see uh, Brian Stevenson Jones coming at you. His mouth is just like wide open. (laughs) And he was like, "How how the fuck did you do that? I go, how you like me now, hyphen? He just kind of like sits there, mouth agape, you know. So uh, the the guy who's like running the whole thing, like the the old governor, he goes, "Okay, uh, the next game." <laughs> they have like a long hedgerow set up along along the side, and uh, you have to ride by the hedgerow. The bullshit in your head, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that song plays while you're doing this event. <laughs> There's like a guy with a big speaker just standing there. Looks exactly like Jimmy Page. Uh, so you have like a you have like a like a, a hedge trimmer, right? That you're sticking out the side, and you're just driving by, just like trimming this hedge. And whoever can get the straightest, most level hedge will win that round. All right, and you go and you stick this fucking this uh, this thing out there, and you just it's like. A hot knife through butter, you know? You just zip it down. You are a man possessed. The governor gets out. They get the uh, Army Corps of engineers out there. They measure it. They level it. And they go, this is like perfect level. It's amazing. They go, you could pour a foundation on top of this hedge. And a building would probably be able to sit on there. Pat wins round two. 
the hyphen stands there and he knew that like the hedge trimming wasn't his specialty. His head is all fucked up and he's like visibly shaken. Right. He was last but not least. They have a big like flower bed set up. There's beautiful, the most beautiful rose bushes you've seen in your whole fucking life. Like these things look like they've been there for hundreds of years. And they're like, they're pretty like tightly up against each other inside this rose bush. And you have to like, they're like, okay, it's a weed whacker challenge. And you have to like maneuver this weed whacker around these rose bushes that have been there forever. And you do it with the grace of a 30 year craftsman, a man (laughs) whose tools are an extension of his own body. You are sublime. You get all the weeds. You don't touch any of the of like the the base of these old rose bushes you look over other people like knocked one down somebody cut one in half people are on the side just crying the governor stands there and he goes well pat you've you've won all three events that's a clean sweep and they go we'll have a a a metal presentation at, at sundown i just look i look at the hyphen i don't say a word i just look at him he he's not looking back at you. He's like looking off to the side, tears in his eyes, tears just streaming down his cheeks. Hey, Brian, I'm over here. He just turns around. He gets on his uh on his riding mower. He just rides away slowly. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Yeah. <clears throat> so you um you end up like like at this uh at this awards banquet at the end of the night. They just there's like a caterer that comes in, like prime rib, like lobster, like all the best shit money can buy. It's just this great catered event. Uh, there's a metal stand. The four of you guys all uh, stand in the corner, and they yeah. announce you one at a time. You know, first place, Pat Dean. Sweet. You walk up to the first place step. They put the metal around your neck. They call up the other guys, right? Yeah. And they go, well, folks, this uh, this wasn't very competitive, but maybe in another 25 years. And everybody <laughs> everybody laughs, right? <clears throat> yeah. You have, a, you have a, like a great night, you know? You just kind of like are the bell of the ball. You have a great meal. You, cool. Uh, a lot of attractive ladies flirt with you really a couple of them leave you their uh, their numbers dang you know i care i carefully file those numbers away and you do my friend so you have a great night your mom and dad are there with you and they just stand there and they go patrick we're, we're just so proud of you thank you we're proud of the man you become and we're proud of, of the wow. little boy that you once were well, you know, you ha- you have you share some responsibility in that too. Way to go! So you guys go home, right? You go to bed. In the middle of the night, you're woken up by the smell of gasoline. You what? just smell it in the air. Like you stand up in your room and you like look out, like you're like walking around your room and you smell it like stronger. And you look out the window, and you can see like the house where BSJ lives. And it's like 3.30 in the morning. 
Turning around the corner is a long black Cadillac. Oh, shit. It pulls up to the curb. Fuck. Do you do anything? I just keep watching and I try not to move. So you uh, you see like two guys in like sharp suits get out. One guy like clearly puts a gun in his, you know, like in, in a holster. Oh, man. Another one like puts one like down like the back of his pants. And they like walk up to the door. I call the cops. Yeah. 911. They go, uh, 911. This is Sharice. Uh, it's awfully late. What are you doing up? <laughs> Sharice, hi. Uh, there's some guys with guns and they're breaking into uh, a house in my neighborhood. And she goes, oh, my Lord, that would explain what I'd be up to if I knew that was going on. Man, yeah, I couldn't sleep if I, if I knew that was happening. What does she care? She goes, I don't know. It's just late. We won't get a lot of calls. She goes, okay, there, there's some people breaking in, and you you give her the address, right? She goes, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, send, I'll send a crew right away. All right. She goes, thank you so much. So you, like, sit there, right? A couple minutes go by. Nothing. A couple minutes go by. Nothing. You don't hear anything. What do you do? How many minutes has it been? Like seven. I call the cops again. You go 911. This is Sharice. I'm the only one here. Sharice, hey, it's... uh it's me. Uh, I called a few minutes ago about the, the robbery across the street. She goes, oh, yeah, we, we dispatched somebody. We gave them the information, and they, they told me that it was all checked out. No, I, I've been watching, and I, I no no cops came by. She goes, oh, my. She goes, let me get the address, and you give her the address again. She goes, okay, I'll, I'll, let them, I'll make sure we have the right information. I'll send somebody out there right now. Thank you. So you, like... Hang up. Another ten minutes go by. Nothing. She seemed she seemed kind of stressed, right? Yeah. Another ten minutes go by. So now I don't know what to do. Yeah. You see another guy get out of the car. He walks inside, kind of like cracking his neck as he goes in. You're there. Uh, you wait another couple minutes. You see them like holding this guy, like wow. carrying him. You see one guy like look around in the brake lights. You see the guy just like open up the trunk, slam the door. All right, here's what I do. I, I slink downstairs. Uh-huh. I try to see if I can get a uh, license plate number. You uh, you try to get a license plate number, but it's like kind of it's like two like two or three blocks away. Oh, okay. Yeah. Would you like walk down there? Yeah. Would you would you confront them or would you like stay at a safe distance? What would you do? Safe distance and I call the cops again. So you call the cops again and uh she goes, uh nine one, this is this is Sharice. I, I this is more than I can handle right now. Hey, are you all right? She goes, No, I'm not all right. She starts like yelling at you. She hangs up. <laughs> okay. So you hear the trunk slam. <laughs> you uh <laughs> 
you see the 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 Cadillac drive away. Would you go to the house? Yes. Garage doors open. You I see he, he has cars in there, and that lawnmower that he had, that pink lawnmower. Yeah. What would you do? The, the lawnmower is in there. Yeah, it's in there. It's like huh. bright pink. I wonder what what they wanted then. I guess I go inside and try to find the victim. Oh well, wait, they the, they stole you saw him. They, right? they took him. Yeah. Okay. Then um, and I don't know where they're going. No. Did I get their license plate number? No. I go to bed. Yeah. Fuck this. There's only so much I can do. I don't know. I called the cops. And I investigated a little bit. I don't, there's not, I can't do, I can't do any of this. So, um, I'm just some, I'm just some guy. So like, uh, basically you, uh, you, you like can't really do anything else, you know? So you kind of go on like living your life. Um, BSJ doesn't ever really turn up again. He's, they file like a missing persons report. Uh, he's honestly, uh, never, never found. That's sad. He's presumed presumed dead. Uh, I wouldn't want him to die. Well, he does because you gave that address away, probably. So, like a week after, like everybody's kind of declared, like, "Hey, he's passed." They're having like a, a like a yard. His family comes in. They're having like a yard sale of like all of his shit, you know. Uh, so you go down there. You say hello to the Stevenson Joneses, the the mom and dad. The, the dad he goes oh you're the you're the boy who beat my son in that lawn mowing competition aren't you yep he goes yeah he uh always had it out for you didn't he <laughs> yeah he kind of did he was kind of mean to you yeah he goes yeah he he i'll tell you what between you and me what got under his skin the most was that you beat him at that thing wow he goes you know he goes you know what he'd hate more than anything what uh what if you got on that mower, it pissed him off so bad. His dad seems like pretty cool. He cracks a beer. Holy shit. Is he upset about the death of his son? I mean, you can tell that he's mourning, but he's, you know, dealing with it in his own way. I asked for a swig of the beer and then I jump on that fucking lawnmower, dude. So you, you take a swig of the beer. It's what kind of beer is it? Old Milwaukee's light. Nice. Old Milwaukee light. Yeah. Assaulted. You take a swig of it. Uh, you go, fuck yeah. You jump on the lawnmower. And uh, Brian Stevenson Jones was serious about his lawnmowers. And there had been like a rash of thefts in the area over the years before. So as yeah. soon as you sit on it, it recognized that it wasn't him. And it, uh, it, it, it ejected you. And it just ejected you straight up through the uh, like through his house, like through the roof. It ejected you into the, into the sun. <laughs> He, he built he built a lawnmower that had a security feature that ejected to the sun as far as possible. It was into the sun. The lawnmower was tense. It hadn't felt Brian's touch in a while. And I'm assuming I don't survive. Of course not. <laughs> you don't survive making it out of the atmosphere. <laughs> How long did it take for me to hit the sun? Seven, eight minutes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yeah, you were frozen for a lot of it. 
Mm-hmm. And then, then you know, yeah, you just got near the sun and were vaporized. All right. Just before you hit the surface of like that, like just before you like got to the sun, yeah, you you like broke past like what we know is like the outermost layer of the sun's rays, and all the space ice had shielded you from from death up until a moment, and uh, you looked like into the surface of the sun, and you saw on the surface of the sun just building after building, highways, planes, what, and then you fucking died. He got burned alive. <laughs> but not before you saw Yeah, the, the people the, of the sun. The people of the sun. Yeah. Uh <laughs> that's fucking wild. Uh man. <laughs> that was not a fun one. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 